Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. What I love about Shopify is basically how no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. I know we use Shopify here at Betches. And honestly, anyone with any kind of business could really benefit from Shopify. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklyn, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash betches, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash betches now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash betches. Betches Media presents... I really want to lose three pounds. Yeah, no, don't put me down for cardio. Diet starts tomorrow. Exercise gives you endorphins. Endorphins make you happy. I want to quit the gym. Happy people just don't shoot their husbands. With hosts Aileen Cooperman... Joey does a shampoo! ...and Sammy Fishbein. Whatever, I'm getting cheese fries. Hello, and welcome to Diet Starts Tomorrow. I'm Sammy. And I'm Aileen. And we're back. <laughs> we're always back. We're always. We're never not back. We're always with you. You want us to be quarantine back. and chill. Yeah, quarantine <laughs> and not. Quarantine. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Well, how are you doing? Well, I feel like we should give everyone some context about the fact that both of us. Well, okay. I texted you like, well, you and Jordana some stuff about something. At like 11 p.m., right? And yeah. then I was asleep at that point. You text, but. yeah, and then fast forward <laughs> to 2 a.m. 2:30, 2:30, when you text back to respond to that, and I happen to be awake still, and I text you, I can't sleep either, and then I, we both proceed to stay up till like five. <laughs> yeah, uh, I went to sleep at like four. I think like 4:30. Though. I kept I, I kept know. going with The Sopranos till about five. <laughs> the Sopranos is the best show. That's okay. Wait, so I woke up and Avi was not in bed. He yeah. was outside in the living room watching TV also, but like asleep. Like, Wasn't he, he watching, started watching The Sopranos? TV. Yeah, he, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was. I knew I mean, that was going to happen when I started it. This is my third time watching it. And I was just I might like, start I, over. I need something so... It's so the best it, show still. I was just like, I need something really quality that is so far away, you know, like very escapism, like has nothing to do with right now. And that's, and it's just so good. It is. It's really, it stands. It's so good still. So good. But, but speaking of texting, can we talk about the text from the other day that is inspiring the topic of this episode? Where... Yeah. Okay, I basically go to Aileen, like, I feel like this is making me 
finally actually confront my disordered eating. Like there's no escape from it. Yeah. And then and she I said, said, I literally just talked to my therapist about that today. <laughs> yeah. So that, that was a few days ago. And then you spoke to your th- therapist. I did speak to my therapist last night. Not last yeah. night, yesterday. Dr. Melfi. Dr. Melfi. My therapist would totally come on this podcast, by the way, I think. Really? We wanted her, yeah. I once saw the real Dr. Melfi at a Billy Joel concert. I love Lorraine Bracco. Yeah. She She's was in the, the same elevator as me. That's so cool. She was too tall to talk to. <laughs> How anyway, tall is she? Okay. She's I was once in the same tall. elevator as Cynthia Nixon, who, thank God, is not the governor right now. Um <laughs> <laughs> I got to thinking. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so, so, all right. So then let's talk about it. So what made you prompt that text? Like what made you want to text me that? Because I like make myself what were sick you doing? because I, um, the fact that I haven't like eaten a meal, a nutritious vegetable meal in like, like willingly in probably three weeks and vegetable meal, <laughs> like, like, like I haven't like, Basically, it's it's all my fucked up eating habits to the extreme because I don't ever escape. So I'm just here yeah. and like I only have the choices of what's here. It's not like I'm like going to be ordering so much like seamless all the time, although I technically could. I just, it's such a hassle. I have to go downstairs. I have to Clorox everything. Like, such a hassle. No, it is. It is. And I also just don't know how I feel about it. Like you're putting grocery, like, you know, delivery people have to deliver to you. So I don't know how I feel about it, even though I have been ordering. Yeah, but, but they're still getting paid. I so know, but they're it's, happy to do their jobs. I guess, yeah. But I mean, okay. Anyway, <laughs> I just also all I eat literally is like. Okay, so go through what you eat, what you've okay. been eating. Okay, English an English muffin with like okay. either ricotta cheese and honey or salt, or an avocado or like mozzarella on it. Okay, those the day sound like real. Fine. Those sound that's like fine. real foods. Okay, that's the okay, but that's the most nutritious thing I eat all day. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. So then I like starve myself till around five. Then I'm like, oh, maybe I'll have like a Yasso pop. It's only 100 calories. Then that Yasso pop turns into um, popcorn, chips, truffles that are in the, that I don't even want because they're dark chocolate, but I'm still eating them anyway. Oh, then I'm like, oh, maybe I have Haagen Dazs. At no point am I eating dinner. Like, I'm making dinner for Avi and I don't make dinner for myself. So I'm making literally one plate of dinner that's like salmon, chicken, vegetables, like real food. And I don't even want it for myself. So I like, so I'm just literally snacking and to the point where I feel like I can't even like fully walk, like, because my stomach is so full and heavy. Like I, my (laughs) posture is being affected. I feel physically ill. And then I wake up the next morning with like the hangover effect of it because all I've been having is like sugar and can like not even candy, although some nights I do have candy. Um, but yeah. And I, I mean, during the other day we were in on a zoom meeting and I, I felt like I was going to faint. Um, yeah, because the other problem is that after every night I eat so much, the next morning I feel too disgusting to eat. So I basically am just starving myself till five o'clock, which is why I think I almost fainted. Yeah. So right, and you probably worked out. Yeah, I did. So. so yeah, I mean, I can I can relate. I've definitely been. I've been trying to cook a lot 
Like I've been actually making nice meals. However, outside of that, I've been like snacking like a crazy person. And I feel like this is what I was telling um, my therapist that it was just like, I feel like I'm regressing. Like I'm eating at midnight. I'm like doing all the things that I used to do. And it just feels like I'm regressing. And she's like, why are you so what that that was like the big thing is like the I'm I'm going back I'm losing all my progress and she's like well that's because I mean she was basically like why do you equate progress with like success you know what I mean like I always right. have to move forward but anyway so yeah all I've been doing is just eating nonstop my stomach has been killing me yeah and, and it's not even about like the weight because like I don't. It's that, just not. That's it's about that I feel physically sick. So, do you want to change it? I do want to change it, and I think that maybe the biggest. Um, I've had a few revelations in the past <laughs> few days. We can get to those at another time. But one of them is that, like, when I'm thinking about my weight, all the, and the counting calories, like everyone's like counting calories is the problem. Counting calories is the problem. I actually see what they mean because. Yeah. Count the calorie counting is what's causing me to eat in this fashion where I'm like, oh, let me just get like a little hundred calorie snack, but never satisfy myself nutritiously. Where I know, I know when I eat healthier because I've done it that I feel better. Yeah, I know. Every day I'm in this cycle of like endless, just like I feel myself treating my body like shit. And one of the revelations I had is that like if I'm going to make it about weight and calories, that is why I'm, why I feel like shit. Yeah. The problem with calorie counting, it like becomes like you, because you start, you eat to log rather than you eat to, for like nourishment or enjoyment. Well, like, that's what Lisa the, Hyam was saying about like, like extending I, your meals. Yeah. Like I feel this like level of, or the, I feel this like bing of like, <gasps> it's time to log, you know, like rather than like, it's time to enjoy your food. So yeah. Yeah, but oh, I you definitely said log, am, not long. Log, log, log. Oh, like okay. log your calories. Okay. But yeah, I haven't been doing that. And I still feel like I'm just, I'm getting so, I'm being so mean. That's what I mean by regressing. I'm being mean to myself. Like every morning, I'm like, you feel like you're just gross, like all this stuff. And I was saying all of this, and she's like, you have to remember that, like, we're all experiencing uh, trauma like through a very prolonged timeline and it doesn't have like an end time and just because you're home doesn't mean like sometimes you forget like why you're there but really we're all there because of this like scary thing that's looming over our heads and you're constantly surrounded by like scary news and I was thinking in my head last night actually while I had like seven hours to think (laughs) um that like She's right. Like when you feel like your reality or your real life sort of reminds you of a scary movie like that, uh, there obviously has to be some truth to it. And it almost kind of drives me crazy that so I'm noticing more and more there's a trend on Instagram for people to be like, this isn't like productivity time. This isn't like a time for you to be. Betty Crocker learning a new language. Wait, let's yeah. talk about that. We also want to wanted that we to be a talk main about topic later. Yeah, that. but yeah, the okay, the the trauma that you're that you're explaining, I think, needs to be at the top of everyone's minds. Like, if you don't know you're going through a trauma, 
you can't process it. Right. But I think that like, I even noticed with the eating habits, it's like one of the things that my therapist had me do um, while I was um, on with her. Yeah. She, she made me write out three lists. The first was like, what do, what do I feel like when I'm, when I'm eating these things? So I made a list and mm-hmm. it's, let's, let's say. the list says it feels relieving, happy, tasty, highlight of my day, takes the edge off, gets me through. This is how I need to cope. I feel dependent on it. I feel like I'm a child. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the okay. triggering... Okay. The other thing she had me write down is the triggering foods. Okay. You know, you all know what the foods are, <laughs> but the, the fact is they're children's foods. They're sweet, salty, soft foods. Like they're foods that are satisfying like the child in me that's scared. Yeah. Which is a good thing to recognize. Yeah. But so and then the last, yeah, the last thing she had me write down was what, how I feel when I go overboard. So I wrote shitty, heavy, sick, regretful, unable to move, unmotivated, disappointed in myself, shameful, don't want to be touched or see anyone, greasy, mm-hmm. headaches, and stomach aches. I can relate to all of those feelings. It's like comes with like this like feeling of guilt too. It's like it's not just because you feel physically ill. You feel like emotionally like you feel guilt on top of that, which like gives you a f- then more of a physical response because then you're like, hate yourself on top of that. Right. But I think the reason that we are saying like, oh, I really have to face it is because like because of the fact that we're enduring this trauma and there's no escaping right. it. Like you can't go out of your house and like distract yourself with, you know, happy hour or seeing well, friends. Like you actually, have, we have to just confront this most elemental piece of us. I think that actually there's a lot of people who are like the way that they channel it, it sometimes is a way to repress it. You know, like when it's not facing it, like when you're posting stories about like, you have to train for X, Y, Z. I don't know. Like the the whole, like, if you don't come out of this with like, again, like learning a new new language, then what was it even there for? Well, (laughs) that's, I think that's a way of like repress, repressing, your feelings about the trauma or like in denial about what's really going on. I agree Um, with that. However, I feel like there is a way to be more, to be more mindful of your, of the fact that this is going on and channeling it in a positive, in a way that serves like is positive rather than letting it fester. Right. Well, it doesn't have you know to what I be. Mean? Well, I think part of the issue is that people think like it needs to be bin- binary. Like I need to either be maximizing every moment of this mm-hmm. pandemic 100% yeah. or I need to be like indulging myself and crying like a child and like never leaving my couch ever. Like you can, but what, what that leaves out is that like you can have good days and bad days. Like you can have a day where you did something really productive or you felt really great about what you did, or you could have a day where you literally did nothing. And that was fine because you were like dealing with how you feel. Yeah. I mean, just from like my experience, like my moods have been every day is just like different. Like I, one day I can be happy or like just positive. And the next day I could just be like, troll Aileen <laughs> not troll like yeah. an Instagram yeah. troll just like a bridge troll on my couch <laughs> yeah you know like yeah. the couch troll yeah like just the, the like just 
all the negativity is just coming out and you're like, get away from me. And then yeah. like, you just, you, you become a magnet to chips and like disgusting concoctions that like normally you would never eat, but yeah. because like they're in the house and th- th- it's like, I have two personalities. I have that. And then the, at the nighttime I can cook like a fucking delicious dinner for me. <laughs> you know, it, it, it doesn't, it doesn't equate, but again, like I'm trying to work a practice like we we talk about like this compassion for yourself and like and oh another thing that i feel like is helpful for people that i got from therapy is that she was like i know you're saying that you're trying to be compassionate but again it's a practice like you have to actively practice being not compat like feeling your for yourself and she's like com- being compassionate is is not just like being nice what it means is like to suffer with so like what you're what you really are doing is just accepting the fact that maybe you're suffering a little bit and sitting with that and like being with yourself with that and like taking care of yourself as if you were your own child and like that's that was like the biggest point was that she's like you just kind of need She's like, if you're taking care of other people, that's great, but you really, really need to take care of yourself, whatever that means, literally whatever. Right. And I, and I never thought about like what that the meaning of compassion from that perspective, and it's actually very interesting because you yeah, really well, need to I have think- compassion for yourself when things are great, you know. <laughs> that's true. I think that now we're seeing that years of the internet like brainwashing us about the meaning of self-care is finally coming to like roost, so to speak, because now we're all stuck at home and all the like self-care that's sort of been promoted, like do yoga, do like, you know, rearrange your stuff, like cook all this, like, you know, learn, like learn a new skill journal, like all these things that people tell you, you like have to do. We all know what these tools are. No one's like, oh, I don't have any idea what self-care means. But I think that people think that it's like this list of things on a checklist. Like, did I meditate today? Did I like, Mm -hmm. did I cook today? Did I like call? Right. It's like self-care is not doing, it's being. And I think that like the years of being taught that it's doing are finally catching up with everybody. I don't know if, I think maybe they're catching up with people who think about it a lot. <laughs> I don't think they're, okay, ca- they're going to catch up with everyone at all. I think if anything, we're going to go back <laughs> to the same shit. I hope that everybody you think we're going to go of- back to like, not us, maybe not no, us. But like, like, like what, when you say go back, like what do you think people are going to go back to? I think, I, I think there's, people are just going to consider self-care the same way. Like, I don't, I don't think there's going to be much change around it unless like there people are more vocal about the fact. I mean, people are definitely more vocal about like what quarantine is and what, how it shouldn't be productive. But I feel like that's only like the small community of people (laughs) that I follow, you know, and not really like majority. I I think there's going to be like a mental health, well, yeah, for Revolution sure. after this. And I, I think guess. that, and I, I, something I've noticed is that like, I read the same like effective techniques everywhere and none of them have to do with like being productive. They all have to do with self-compassion. Yeah. And I think that like after this, 
I don't know. I don't think we're going to go back my, to the old my way. Thing, my thing is like if there's a mental health revolution, there's going to be people who try to monetize it and they're going to turn it into another pretty package like self-care or wellness is. It's going to be the same kind of thing. That's that's what I mean. It's like nothing. Everything is is as real as you are aware of it. I don't know if that makes any sense. Like if, if you're not open or aware to the fact that these are like marketing tools, <laughs> then you're just right. going to you're going to consume it the exact same way as you did baths and doing, you know? <laughs> maybe, maybe that I mean maybe that's, but that's cynical a cynical perspective, but that you know that's always my perspective. Well, I think that I think the difference is that you have actual therapists involved and unless therapists are also like they themselves are kind of the scammers, then you at least have mental health professionals who like went to school to be guiding that revolution. Like, I, I feel think like that's there's like, the, there's always going to the be purveyors of mental. There's always going to be scammers for sure. But like the purveyors of mental health, like they, they have like an, eth I, you know, you would think they have a code of ethics, but who knows? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't know. I think that people listen to who they want to listen to on Instagram and as we can see from like the diet and fitness world, not every, a lot of people don't listen to the people with the degrees. So like, I think it's going to have the same kind of thing, whatever next wave it is, which I do agree that it's going to be mental health. But again, like hopefully you're prepared for that. <laughs> hopefully we go well, into we it. We just prepared, more prepared everyone. So you guys yeah. know now the, the DS tiers have the inner secrets of all the, all the conspiracy. <laughs> yeah. This episode is brought to you by Newly. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick but can't always find the super high-end stuff? I have a solution for you, Newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for this season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service. For just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles each month. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There are no fees, late fees, damage fees, or fees to pause or cancel. They also have inclusive sizing up to 5X as well as petite and maternity. And you always have the option to buy what you love. I love Newly. I've rented so many cute things from there, and I've even made a few purchases from there. And they're always spot on. They have so many brands that I honestly could never afford in real life. So it's great to be able to rent them. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now, you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code DST20. Just go to Newly, that's N U U L Y.com, and enter the code DST20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y dot com, newly with two U's, with code DST20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. We had a lot of listener questions um, about all of this and just like general listener questions about us and what's going on. And I feel like a lot of them tie into everything that we're talking about. And... Let's yeah. let's answer some of them because I feel like even just like the inherent question is something to talk about. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. Um, but then some of them are fun. 
Okay. So first one of the questions. So th this is around like um, the topic of fitness and eating. Um, what is your most effective tool for weight loss? <laughs> um, okay. So my answer is that there, I have no effective tool right now. Like, there, I, like literally there's no effective tool right now. I've gone back to another place where I just, it's going back to that old cycle of making myself feel bad, but I'm really, really hoping that I'm, that I don't dip back in, but it's calling me. The apps call my name <laughs> I know. when I, when I'm in my like pantry cabinets or whatever, my new pantry cabinet. Um, <laughs> It just feel the apps. They're like, this is this many points or this is this many calories. And it's just like, it's so difficult. So I downloaded intuitive eating again and I still haven't yet to reread it, but I, I think my next plan. So my, my most effective tool right now in my head is self-awareness. So my next thing is that I'm going to read intuitive eating for real this time. Last time I read it, I read it just to like, know what it's about yeah time i'm gonna try to read it and listen i mean i would love to do intuitive eating or like try this like whole mindfulness thing and maybe i will try it because the calorie count i see clearly that the calorie counting is the problem but it's all tied up in the wedding diet too and not knowing when the wedding is so mm -hmm. what's my like deadline but then i tell myself maybe that's exactly what you need. Maybe you don't need a deadline. Maybe your problem is that you're always looking for a deadline. Yeah. Like, maybe if I didn't have a deadline, I could just sort of like try to make my habits better. Yeah. Well, yeah, for sure. Because it's, again, like even though this is like the most marketed line, it truly is like a lifestyle. Weight loss isn't the lifestyle. Like that's the, that's the problem with the marketing. is the lifestyle. Just learning how to eat, eat is a like like not just eat healthy or eat low calories just learning how to eat is the without, lifestyle <laughs> without like right without like fucked up like weird disordered shit like the fact that i just eat but i think that there's room for the disordered shit i think that there's it's just like again like having a compassion about the fact that you have the disordered shit you know i don't yeah. i don't think like pushing it away or pushing it down or making ourselves feel bad about the fact that we have the disordered shit because that's not how it's going to go away. That's true. You know? That's true. But I do feel myself like going back and like being so harsh and mean to myself about like, oh, you're going to come out of this like a fucking beached whale. <laughs> like, <laughs> and also like staring at ourselves in Zoom every day, every fucking five minutes. I know. Oh my God. From below. It's like so much worse than like having a mirror ha in your office. <laughs> from below. I stare at myself from. So my my neck is okay. <laughs> All right. Um, but yeah, that's my answer to what's your most effective tool for weight I feel like we answered all these questions because I'm mm -hmm. just going to read through them. What are okay. you doing for meals when you're working from home? We already told you. Uh, how do you well, not snack all day? Already told you. Uh, yeah. Are you tracking your calories at home? No. Someone asked, are you worried about losing muscle? Bitch, I'm yes. worried. I'm so <laughs> weak right now. I just. <laughs> I'm not. I'm just what so I, I want to do push-ups but I won't do You that. can do those in your home. Listen, 
there's a real psychological thing going on. The fact that I can, but I won't. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Wait, here's here's a good question. Fuck, marry, kill, air fryer, instant pot, crock pot. Marry I've the never, air fryer. I've never used an instant pot or a crock pot. It's, I would fuck the crock pot and kill <laughs> the instant pot. Sammy's fucking a crock pot. What's the difference <laughs> between an instant pot and a crock pot? Honestly, I don't know. I think the instant pot's more instant, where the crock pot is more slow cooking, which I have an appreciation for. Is a crock pot cooking. like just like a big ass pot? Pot, yeah. And it's a, like what you make pot. like a brisket in. An instant pot is a little bit more like for one person, or it could be for many, depending on the size, obviously. But like, I think you can actually make more in the instant pot. Other people would disagree with my assessment, I would guess. Okay, here's a different one. Fuck Mary Kill. I'm making this up as we go. Air fryer, stove, or oven. I feel like that's Ooh. that's harder. Okay, I would marry the stove, fuck the air fryer, <laughs> and kill the oven. What kind of name is that stove? Are you gonna play? <laughs> um, yeah. You're so you're marrying the stove. Yeah. Who are you, who are you having sweet love with? The air fryer. Oh, okay. It's a it's a it's a sensual relationship. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that handle. You're, and you're killing the oven. I'm killing the oven. The air fryer I'm, killed the oven. I I'm I gotta kill the air fryer. I'm so sorry. Oh man. I'm marrying the oven. You can make more. The stove. <laughs> True. I'll hook up with. Right. Um. <laughs> what are your current skincare routines? I'm doing the March Bind. Oh, you are. Still. That was one of the questions. Do you, um, so either you still follow March Bind? I never got to see her to to make like an official appointment, but I am using. Most of that stuff, I use a vitamin C. I thankfully bought a vitamin C serum right before like we were working from home. I have all my products right here because I keep them right behind my computer. I need a retinol though, and it's prescribed. Do you she think didn't any- prescribe me a retinol? Oh, really? Do you think she well, would? Um, I, I need got to different. find a derm who would do it, just not just looking at me through Zoom. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, maybe she would. She did give me um, a, she did give me a prescription, but I didn't do it. Instead, I got I got different. Okay. So I have SkinCeuticals, Discoloration Defense, SkinCeuticals, Floritin CF, uh, the difference for the nighttime, and I have the Supergoop Daily Moisturizer with SPF 40, not that I leave my home. Right. I don't want to, I don't want to waste it because when I don't like really go out for that long, except to walk Sansa. Right. Well, you can still get those rays. I know. I know. I'll wear a hat. How's your skin in quarantine? That's another question. It hasn't been that bad. I've been breaking out here and there, but I hear that people's skin is getting worse and I feel like it's because we're not going outside. So much stress and also stress. Like I could really feel it like on my stomach on just like the cortisol feel it. Like I can really feel it. Like I check my pulse every morning (laughs) these days. I become a complete nut. I check my, um, my breathing levels, my oxygen level. Well, it makes sense because like Rusty is there. So you should like be checking yourself for symptoms. Yeah, I'm constantly doing that. And that's also adds to my fucking stress. The fact that you haven't gotten it means that you maybe already like are asymptomatic. Both of us. Yeah, maybe. All right, like, well, the chances of what? him getting it are high. So I know. Yeah. Um... Someone it's asked crazy. if we feel more productive or less productive. I don't want to. I can't even quantify I, that. I have my days. Yeah, both. Like I, I have my days. I have like, 
And I feel like there's some... There's so, it's a complete like spectrum. Like one day I could be like so productive and feel good. Then another day I can like be in the middle and another day I could again go into bridge troll mode. But, right. but I don't, it's, it drives me a little crazy that, but again, this it's is even a question. No, that like I, when I, even when I just said that, I was like, some days I'll be really productive and I feel good. Like the fact that I equate those two is something I kind of want to work on because then you are a failure when you're a bridge troll. Right. I think that that's going to be a hard thing for us to break, just like knowing who we are to break that um, association. I, but, but I also find... I just keep telling myself like it's a pandemic. Like this is one of the... Like if you were to list like the worst things that could happen in, to the world at large, like pandemic might be top five. So <laughs> I just keep reminding myself like... Okay, we are in the category of things that are so bad that it just doesn't fucking matter. Like, I, yeah, yeah. One of my revelations, and I think I have a new motto. Okay. Revelation is life's too short for bullshit. (laughs) It's too short for bullshit. People are dying all the time. I watched this mother who lost her daughter on the news this morning. I'm like hysterical crying. And like, it just, it can go in a second. Who needs this bullshit? So like, I'll give an example. When we, when like, you know, you see these influencers, I'm not going to name any names, but you see these influencers who like, you know, have their apologies and their shit. I'm just like, you, you don't know you what? You can name like, names because I talked whatever. a lot yeah, about that Ariel on Charles, It's like, okay. <laughs> it's just like, okay. In my head, it's like, okay, goodbye. Like you're, this is bullshit. It's not like relevant, like, the things that matter are what we have to care about right now. So if someone's like making you feel like unproductive or that you need to be doing more and while you're in your pandemic quarantine, like that's bullshit. Cut it out. Like just there, like who knows like who or what any of us have in this world and how long we have it for. So like who cares? Yeah. Like if you're, if you're gaining weight in quarantine, like, yeah, it sucks and I feel bad, but like part of me is like, you know what? Like who fucking cares? Right. Like I, the, the Ariel Charnas thing is to me, I almost have like an opposite reaction is that I just kind of feel more like even though I don't I hate, you know, I hate cancel culture and yeah. like I hate attacking people and in the end of the day she does not deserve death threats and I no while at this she what she did was wrong and what she should have apologized which she didn't and I think she'll pay for that in other ways well I'm but not I, even saying what cancel I, her but what I'm I mean, saying put it out of you like, I'm put saying it out of you not don't give yeah. I, yeah like I can't I can't find time to care about it that much. That's what I mean. Like, like, that's what I mean. I don't mean cancel her. I don't mean go on like a crusade against her and I don't mean support her. I mean, literally put it out of your brain. It's irrelevant. It doesn't doesn't do anything. Yeah. It doesn't do anything for the world. Even it when I saw like yeah. Diet Prada posted another timeline about it, I was just like, all right, enough already. Like who cares? You know, if you don't like it, don't follow. Like, if you like just, it, follow. It's enough. Like, like that this it's it's kind of hateful. Like I can't Life's too short for bullshit. Yeah, but we, we have to define what bullshit is because <laughs> bullshit is just like anything that like at, at one's bullshit is another man's treasure. Like you know what Woman. I mean? It's there's no like absolute bullshit definition. It's like if something if something strikes you as bullshit, bye. Like right. just it's it's 
just like put it out of your head. It's not worth your time. Like your time is for me, it's really just like thrown into relief for me. I know we have so much time and someone asked, are we ever bored? To me, it has made me realize how precious time is. Like, I'm so upset that like, I might not get to see my mother for like a year and a half, who knows how long. And like, that is time that is, she's on this earth that I'm going to limited time that like, I can't see her. That is like wasting life that we can be spending together. Yeah. Judice went to jail <laughs> right. and came back and was like, wait a minute. I didn't get to see my mom for a year. And that's my fucking husband's fault. And that's when she turned. I know yeah, what you're saying. It's like, <laughs> yeah. It's like there's no time or you don't know how much time you have. So like, don't spend any of it on to bullshit. Me, to me, bullshit for me personally, trigger is like other people's opinions. Yeah. That, that, that I'm noticing I have like, less energy for which yes which is serious growth <laughs> yes that you is know? other people's opinions are bullshit that yeah that, that, that aren't you know constructive or helpful or meaningful I just mean, to you i just mean right the kind that make gives you anxiety right yeah you know life's too short for bullshit put it on a monument <laughs> Warmer weather is finally back. After so many cold months, it's nice to get outside and soak up the sun. But the springtime always brings those unwanted guests, pollen and seasonal allergies. April showers bring spring flowers and sniffly noses and stuffed up sinuses. Luckily for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. I suffer from seasonal allergies. I just had them hit the other day. I couldn't breathe through my nose at all. And I popped a Claritin and it was like night and day. I'm a huge fan of Claritin. I use it on the regular and it always helps when we're making that transition from winter to spring, which is when my allergies flare up. Mainly it's my sinuses that get so clogged and the Claritin just clears it right up. Designed for serious allergy sufferers, Claritin D has two powerful ingredients and just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy throat and nose, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. Ready to live your life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. Okay, let's let's answer oh, another are, question. These questions get juicy. Yeah, they're juicy as fuck. Okay. Um, are you guys fighting with your significant others? I am and I need advice. You are? No, someone oh, asked. That's that. the question. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I feel like we kind of touched on it last week, but it's very normal right now 
to fight. A, to fight, not because like there's something inherently wrong with your relationship. I mean, maybe in some cases there might be and you're facing it, but I think a lot of cases that people have heightened stress, like, and stress can can also, it's like the second plague. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> Passover, like it's another f- plague. Like there's the actual corona plague. Then there's the emotional toll it takes on everyone, which yeah. then can like fester from inside out into all of your relationships and that's kind of what we have you know and it's also so crazy that like human interaction is like what life is based on and now and that's what we're we're told to be most afraid of right now yeah and it's now and like from here like robots ai is gonna have like another resurgence from here and like robots are gonna take over and we're basically watching our future on westworld but we can talk about that on another podcast the fact that we're (laughs) like the fact that we're like having a birthday party on zoom for me tomorrow (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah everyone say happy birthday to sammy it was friday by the time this comes out thank you thank you um yeah definitely i mean you're not no one it's not normal to be in close quarters with any individual for such an extended amount of time yeah yeah so are are you having any type of tiffs not really how do you guys like stay away from each other i stay locked up in my lair the bedroom and he goes <laughs> out in the living room and like it's and it's like cold out there and it's warm in here and i have my tv and my command center and the bed and like command all my center. stuff yeah my command center like with my podcast microphone and my television and my computer and like my notebook yeah. and my face products and my coffee <laughs> so yeah that's how we do what about you i mean i think we get into like arguments here and there and it's mostly just like i need attention sometimes <laughs> <laughs> and and like just that's kind of where it got, starts from <laughs> but i don't know it's i i find myself that it's almost like a good exercise in how to be with a person because before yeah. because you don't i mean rusty is working most of right. the time but he he isn't taking extra shifts um like at other hospitals because it's shit shows everywhere and I, I think he thinks that the the more control he has in his protection the longer he has to take care of more people you know yeah, what i mean definitely so so we we have more time than we usually do which okay gets, which i've noticed that well, gets we me excited that. yeah that's good so i like that but then i like do you I, appreciate I, him more yeah for sure I feel like I mean, I I've always, I've always like the thing to me is like people should have. I I wanted to be in a doctor. Like I, my mom's a doctor. Like I've always appreciated our doctors and healthcare workers. Like that's what attracted me to Rusty. The fact that he does do that, you know. So like I've always thought he. This isn't the the first time he's ever had to risk his life. You know, it's just like a, a way in at a mass scale, but. Yeah, it's a big I just, deal. I just, it's nice to see that everybody else appreciates it, and that at seven o'clock the bells start ringing, and it yeah. like makes him. It actually, I think, it makes a difference. Like, I see that he gets like happy about it, and and I'm yeah, like, I mean, that's like a huge my piece for your. It's like a huge piece of like self worth that is 
worthy of mattering. Like mm-hmm. he's literally saving people. What else is there? Where, what else yeah. should he like get pr- pride from? You know? Yeah. So that's why but, I sometimes feel bad for starting arguing. <laughs> <laughs> well, the next question is how did you know Avi and Rusty were the ones? Didn't we talk about this once? I don't remember, but I will say that since being in this situation, I feel even more confident in our relationship. Oh my God, me too. Which is great. Yeah. So I mean, I agree with that. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I always like, I don't know. I just, I I feel like I'm so crazy in my head. (laughs) But like this, this, this time that like kind of equalizes everyone puts so much shit in perspective. And I, again, like I, I think I said that last time, like I just hope we hold on to it. Well, that's what I mean about the bullshit. This puts everyone on like sort of like, the things that matter become very clear Mm -hmm. and that's why it's it's more time than ever to cut the shit Mm -hmm. i agree cut the shit (laughs) um someone asks how is this situation impacting your company and your employees i mean it's definitely a crazy situation to be running a business with almost 30 people yeah um at this time and to know and to you know, have really no roadmap for it. You know, this is our first business. We're pretty young. um, And this is an unprecedented crisis. So it's, you know, thankfully we have good guidance, I think. That's what I was going to say. I think I'm like, again, so grateful more than before for like the guidance we have, our incredible finance accountant who's been with us since day one. And just like guiding us through this time for our incredible team that we have, like continuing to push through and working. Um, it's also it's also made me really appreciate that, you know, the the fact is that like we were able to move over to, you know, working from home and and actually like had many of our like analytics go up even um, because our employees like really like it showed more than anything that like again people matter like the most important thing is the people like priority number one is the people who work for us and they make betches what it is so yeah like if anybody saw our insta-thon this weekend i mean yeah what is time this week and it was we had fucking Lindsay lohan like i just and that was pulled off in a week yeah one week one week and i'm just really excited but how what was how is it impacting the company i mean but let's not pretend that is it it isn't we're not stressful we're not it's not a stressful situation because at the end of the day like you know it's people's lives it's people's lives that we're we're in charge of that (laughs) that's scary we have to make decisions not just their money but their safety like this is at the end of the day an illness so right who knows like when you know what will what the next few months will look like but but i like to try to stay as hopeful as possible and um same i want to get married (laughs) i look want to move into our new office Same. (laughs) i want to be able to change my name like i haven't been able to because i had all these like international trips planned and i was like oh wow the silver lining is that they're canceled and i can go change my name Oh, but the fucking social security office is closed and I literally cannot do anything. So oh my God. I want to be Samantha Sage so badly. Fucking porn star. <laughs> Sammy Sage. I want to be Sammy Sage. No, Samantha Sage. Samantha Sage PR. 
Sammy Sage Pornhub Porn star. One <laughs> star. Um, okay, what's another Wait, question? How has working together impacted your friendship? You know, it has its ups and downs, but right now I feel like we're pretty up. Yeah, I think, again, the pandemic <laughs> throws things into... No, not because of the, the pandemic. pandemic. No, it's not the pandemic, but like now, you know, I feel like friends are more important than ever right now. For sure. I agree. Any type of connection that you can have, any relationship. But yes. in general, working, just working together. I feel like you just have to be open, like with any type of relationship. Like, put your shit out. I mean, get the help that you need. Let, okay. The fact that we have been running a business together for 10 years, like the I know. You, like experience of like being friends for many years, having a business that's like 10 years while like each growing into our own people changing while and receiving growing <laughs> it's like i don't know maybe maybe it's something that like i can't even like describe until like of 10 years from now until it's like until in it's, hindsight right yeah i agree i agree because we're just Living like it. in it so it's yeah but right. it is wild to think about it's most people wild. in the world don't have like that situation like it's pretty crazy Right. And it, it probably would have changed by now. Right. Um, okay. Tips to stay off social media. Oh. Yeah. And your phone all day. And, and I no tips. I, I, I'm going to make a confession. What? <laughs> I don't turn any news on my television. Like I, I, maybe I'll watch the press conference when it's on, but then I shut it off because first of all, I'll get a text about it whatever has happened, I get a notification for a tweet or like I have Yahoo Finance on all the time, you know, constantly CNN, whatever. But having it on in the background, I saw, I noticed from the beginning, it was like cortisol levels to my head. So I was like, it's just going to go off. Like I hear enough about like all the deaths that I hear from Rusty. So like, it's just, it's too much. But the phone, just go, go on TikTok. It's a happier place. <laughs> I listened to the news all day, but I did before. So no, I know. It's not I, I used to like, I, I turned on the news in the morning when I would like get ready for work. You should watch Stephanie Rule at the 9 a.m. MSNBC hour. She is the greatest. Like she does um, a lot of business focused things. Her whole thing right now is like making sure that like the right businesses get the SBA loans and like not people who haven't actually suffered. So she's just the greatest. I think you'd really like her. She's like a woman in finance, but is like so I'll compassionate. Yeah. I just, I just like, beca because it's just like this serious reality that like news is a TV. It's own, it's a TV network. It needs ratings. It's run by, you know, that's at the end of the okay. day, like they, you need to read this book. It's okay, an entertainment. Wait. I, okay, I need you to read this book. I'm going to just tell you. It's called Hiding in Plain Sight by Sarah Kenzier. She's a journalist. She lives in Missouri. She's not like a media elite. Okay, so it's like part memoir, part like deep dive into like the past like 40 years of America and like all the corruption that like Ooh. pervades everything like from organized crime. A lot of it's obviously about Trump, but it's like not fully about Trump. Like there's a lot of Jeffrey Epstein stuff. There's it goes into like why even like the mainstream media is complicit in like pushing a lot of these stories. Yeah. Um, and it really just is like this like deep cultural dive, but it's also partly like her memoir because she was a journalist who like lived in 
she who like lived in Manhattan and then or not Manhattan but New York City but and then she became like a she got a PhD in authoritarianism in <laughs> like Uzbekistan but then she got like banned from Uzbekistan now she lives in St. Louis Missouri mm-hmm. and I listen to her podcast every Wednesday and like I think you would love it because it just calls out like all the shit oh it cuts great. the bull- it calls out everything and it explains like why America has gone the way it's gone in the past like 40 years and why yeah. it's so corrupt. And I just think that you would like really appreciate the like honesty and like realness of it. Great. I love it. You know, but that is, I- I'm going to read that actually. Should I get yeah, it on Kindle? I, I have it on Kindle. It's so good. And like, did you finish it? It's really interesting. No, I'm like 42% of the way. What's, what's it called again? Hiding in plain sight. Hiding in plain sight. Like okay, the idea is that like it was all hiding in plain sight that we'd end up here. Yeah, but, I mean, you know, like my favorite there. movie is The Big Short. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which is oh, the yeah. exact same she story. She talks line. about that. She talks about it's like it's like that. It's like the 2008 crisis, 9/11, like how basically like groups of very wealthy, corrupt people from all over the world capitalized on all of those things and screwed over like regular humans. Yeah. Anyway, okay, great. I'm gonna read that. But generally, but generally, I try to stay away from like television news because yeah. it's all so entertainment. <laughs> it is. It literally is entertainment. That's why they air the tr- the Trump press conferences, which are full on disinformation. You know when my when when my hate towards it started? I think you when? might know because I was talking to you all day. What Boston bombing? Oh. When when the way that they were covering it was the most shocking remember and i was like who th- th- do you remember not the- telling us anything this is this is just sensationalism do and you remember watching- the malaysian plane yeah yes that was like another big one dragged it out for do you know how long that that's Two what months. i mean this is what i mean this is why i can't that's I why can't you have like this Sarah kind of like she's not part of that like she right. is just like a journalist she doesn't like get access to people she just bases everything off like public records and like right. explore stuff yeah I, i'm trying hard to make my next book not a like chick lit this thriller. is not chick lit but it is thrilling <laughs> okay because all of my books there i read are basically the girl who have something so <laughs> so i, I need I'm, I'm trying to read something else Okay, so I think so we have a few emails to read today. They're kind of exciting. They're, they're coming off of last week's episode. One is Nurse Betch, who wrote in last week um, on, during Liz's episode. She gave us a little update. And then we had a, a re- reader or listener, oh my God, what day is it, write in and respond to Nurse Betch, which we're going to read that as well. So, okay, Sam, do you want to read the... Um, I'll read nurse, nurse from batch. nurse batch. Yeah. Wow. I just finished the podcast and heard my email read. I never thought you guys would pick it. Thank you so much. I cried while listening to Liz's response. I think I just needed permission to feel those feelings and avoid certain triggering people. Ironically, I am now quarantined because my dad has some symptoms and I had close contact with him. I'm now feeling a release from my anxiety like you all described on the podcast. The worst has happened. My dad is getting tested and I now get to stay home. He is stable and actually starting to feel better. So now we just have to wait and hope for negative results. Thank you girls again for a really insightful and helpful podcast. If you could pass this email on to Liz so she could know how much he helped me. I'd love that. Thank you, Nurse Betch. Aw, we're going to send it to Liz. We'll send it to Liz. Do you want to read the response yeah, to okay. Nurse Betch from a listener? 
So wait, well, Nurse Batch was basically saying that she's a nurse and she couldn't stand that people were like complaining yeah. about their life, right? About like being bored or being in like their their quarantine. Yes. Um, okay. So this is in response. Hi, Sam and Eileen. I just listened to this week's episode of the podcast. I won't draw this out too much, but I'm a primary caregiver for my mom who's fighting cancer. And the moment COVID hit, I was just like, oh my God, I need to protect her. Shortly after the lockdown, she had to go to the hospital for a brief period of time. And it was the scariest thing ever, not being able to visit her and knowing the hospital was like a war zone. Anyway, when Nurse Betch Betch expressed the worry she felt about passing the virus to a patient, it just gave me the sense of extreme gratitude that the healthcare providers out there are really looking after the people like my mom. So Nurse Betch, I can't fathom how tough times are for you, but please know that you are a hero and an inspiration and society will never truly be able to repay you for the things you've done for this. Much love, caregiver Betch. That's so sweet. That's so nice. I hope her, her, his mom is okay. I think, Ugh. yeah, mom and dad, Nurse Betch's dad and and uh, caregiver Betch's oh, mom. Mom, yeah, I hope both of them are okay. Me too. It's just literally fucking crazy times. Um, Wait, so Aileen, we mm -hmm. were talking last night about maybe doing some Instagram lives. Like, what do you think people want to see from that? What? If, well, not what know. do you think? People, <laughs> what do you want to see from that? <laughs> I would do an Instagram live on DST and like just chat, like, what answer we do? questions. Play Mario Kart. I feel like that's not that exciting though because you have to sean's like, nodding he don't e-games work when you see the screen <laughs> well you could we could avi could hold it and like you know okay so so we need a film crew <laughs> we need a film crew um yeah i'm down to do that i'm down to eat and talk we could snack and talk um we could cook and talk you know it'd be interesting if we like mindfully ate and described the experience while on live okay fine <laughs> do you know what i mean like eating yeah. a chip mm, okay it's salty. let's do that <laughs> let's do that oh uh, okay okay we'll do that uh, do, you, do you have an on scale win this week no and in in the and and in the and in the spirit of not giving a fuck about productivity i'm not gonna give one um my non-scale win is that Usually, like I try, I wait, I weighed myself, weighs my weigh myself on Thursdays, and this morning I was just like, I'm not I gonna do that. that. Yeah. I'm not gonna do that. Not because I'm afraid of what it's. I mean, it's partially, but I'm not gonna do it because why put Who cares? myself through that? Yeah, why? Who gives a shit? That's the bullshit. Exactly. Yes, it is. Who gives a shit? Truly. Deal with it later. <laughs> yeah. Deal with um, it later. All right, guys. Email us dst at betches .com. Follow us at diet starts tomorrow. DM us, tell us what we should do live. DM us at Aileen, at Sammy. Um, rate, review, subscribe. You know, please. It's, it, please rate, review, subscribe. Like again, like it's so important for us to keep this podcast going. We love doing it. Just go give us a, a review if you really like it. It means the world. Join our Facebook group, Diet Starts Tomorrow's. It goes down in the Facebook group. It's really fun. People give amazing advice, especially now when we need it the most. So go do that. And Sammy, ready? We're always with you through thick and thin. Diet Starts Tomorrow is hosted by Aileen Cooperman and Sammy Fishbine. Our editor is Sean Kilby. Our podcast producers are Mike Coscarelli, Sean Kilby, and Carly Rice. And artwork is by Brittany Levine. Be sure to follow us at Diet Starts Tomorrow on Instagram and email your questions and non-scale wins to dst at betches.com.
Betches.